Hello, Podlers. Thank you ever so much for downloading the podcast. Coming up, find out why Absolute Radio's Leona Graham popped up in the wrong slot. Um, would you like me to explain? Yes, more from Leona on the way, plus lots more to enjoy. Here we go. Brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute Radio. Good morning, welcome to your Thursday and welcome to the show. This is the day where I ask, do we find you in a good mood, a bad mood and why? Already so many of you getting in touch, thank you. I appreciate that it's very early in the morning. Leanne says she's in a good mood. It's the long weekend and tonight is Indian takeaway night. My first since lockdown begin. I'm already oh. salivating thinking oh, about wow. it. Chicken jalfrezi, mushroom rice, bombay aloo, three poppadoms, mint sauce, two cobra beers. <laughs> Chucking an onion salad, my friend. Uh, Leanne, um, well, congratulations on it being Indian takeaway night. Let me bring the team in here. Matt, Emma, Glenn, um, have you got a kind of takeaway schedule going on at the moment? Are you trying to keep it to yeah. a minimum or is it just all rules are, all, all rules are off in lockdown? We're doing one a week. That's that's our limit. Yeah, okay. yeah. Saturdays. Yeah. Yes, we're doing one a week. And yesterday, I noticed that my local drive-through KFC has reopened. <gasps> Boom! Oh, Drop the mile. Yeah, I couldn't believe wow. it. I thought it was a mirror. Tailbacks for forty-five <laughs> miles. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to be getting involved in the drive through KFC, Matt? Oh, certainly. At some point this weekend, that will be visited, undoubtedly, because everywhere else is shut. So that's definitely on. Have they had to like, change the slogan, though, and been like, it's not finger looking good. Like, just don't, please don't touch your fingers. Don't, don't let your fingers off. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Those lemony fresh wipes, though, have they got antibacterial yeah, products in them? I think they might they work have well. To. Yeah. <laughs> yes, these the family bucket, but you've got to self-distance while you dig into it. That's another thing they could do on the advertising yeah. campaign. Yeah, Is this the yeah. kind of news you have to keep secret from children of you know the kind of around the seven, six-year-old mark, like you have? Matt. Well, you, they're not mad. If they know, is it like, are they out? Are no, they they were, when I went to get petrol, they were with me in the car, they saw it. But they're not huge fans of KFC. They preferred that Mackie D's at the road was reopening, but that's not happening where we live yet. It's right, happening in okay. some places, but not near us. Because if, if I'd lived through this at the age of seven and I'd heard that piece of news from my dad, I would have learnt to drive. And me and my little <laughs> sister would have gone. <laughs> uh, so good mood, bad mood. Let me know across the Absolute Radio socials or you can email me, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. It is your Thursday morning, and I'm inquiring as to whether you're in a good mood or a bad mood. We've already had a quite a lengthy chat about takeaways, and rightfully so. That kind of the thought of one coming over the hill like a well Indian piece of cuisine always puts me in a good mood, as it has listener Leanne. Matt Dyson, what about you this morning? Good mood or bad mood? Uh, well, obviously, I'm still in a bad mood after the debacle that was the uh, baked bean challenge. The, other day. <laughs> oh, uh, the video, and the video, the video says otherwise, there. Matt. The video evidence is. Out there. there were no there were the no Cristiano rules. Ronaldo wink at the end <laughs> there were no <laughs> there how were could no... he do it to his own teammates oh. there were no rules on the angle of no rules on the angle of tilt my lawyers will be in touch already people have seen the evidence and been speaking out uh, Bill Husky has said that I was stitched up uh, I was just finishing the sauce hashtag bean scandal uh, Tricky has said this is a disgrace hashtag free Matt don't be like that and Husky and Tricky are clearly two profiles you've created yourself for a start. <laughs> no, I'll retweet yeah. them so you can see them. That's fine. No, no one was born with a henchman name. Okay. 
Um, Matt, I'm sorry to talk across you there. No, we want you to, of course, we want you to be involved in, in future challenges. Well, then, we need you. You're a member of the team. The bean challenge needs to be made null and void then, but and it, all points gone. But listen, that's what my legal people are saying. That's, that's, name. What, that's what my legal people are saying. It's all right. You can deal with them or just make it null and void. It's up to you. Well, no, listen, it's not an honour. Ben Burrell's got don't... involved. We stand yeah. with Matt, says Ben Burrell. A lot of people on my Is side. Is he your legal team? Yeah. Like, <laughs> the Burrells are, it's hello, Burrell, Burrell and Burrell. Um, they, they are, but my point is, Matt, you don't just, what I'm trying to say, if I could have a little bit of space here, Matt Dyson, just to say, I didn't want this to be true, and I didn't get to see the video evidence until everybody else did, and we posted the challenge on the socials, and you don't just drink the bean juice at the end. There are four separate occasions where you tilt the tin no, of beans the into spoon. your mouth. The spoon is in mm. contact with the beans at all times, <laughs> and that's and there's no there's no mention of angle of tilt in the rules, which is my main problem, and the problem that we raised in court. Well, I think <laughs> I think, uh, I think so. Uh, I can't what, say what, anything else about this. Actually, I've said I've said too much already. I'll, I'll let the other, I'll let my legal people deal with it. Speak to my lawyer. Okay, Matt is raging. He's not in a good mood or a bad mood. He is raging. What about you guys out there? Let me know across the Absolute Radio socials. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast, Absolute Radio. On your Thursday morning, I like to know if we find you in a good mood or a bad mood. And Kath says, Dave, I am in a good mood because apparently. When you take sports away from men, you get sourdough bread. I did not see that coming, but I am very, very happy with the results, says Kat. Uh, We were speaking to one listener yesterday who named her sourdough bread Simon. Apparently they need a... They need a lot of looking after. Um, so, Kath, that's great that the man in your life has upped his baking game in the absence of live sporting events on television. Uh, Emma Jones, good mood or bad mood? I'm in a good mood today because yes. it's uh, our second wedding anniversary. Oh, so, happy anniversary to you and Stefan. Thank you very much. We've been saving a nice bottle of champagne, which we're going to pop open tonight nice. to celebrate. Oh, that's great. And even though we have tried to tear this marriage apart on countless occasions on this breakfast show, you're still going still strong. Going. I love that. That it's is, still you know, going. You face all kinds of adversity and you're still in love and sipping champagne and that's just wonderful. Um, Glenn, good mood or bad mood? Everyone will be clapping you for a minute. Um, I, <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. how lovely. Yeah. So you can just think it's for you. Yeah, pop a champagne at the same time. Um, <laughs> honestly, this, this genuinely happened a couple of weeks ago during Clap for Carers. Um, Sarah Jane spotted a bee that had got trapped in a spider's web and she went over to on her, in our house on our house and she went over and she kind of used a little chopstick to break up the web and the bee flew away and as it flew away everyone started to clap and she was wow. literally kind of like kind of taking little bows like the, the bee kingdom all six it's, legs just slapping yeah. together it's happened to me a couple of times when I've been out for a run and I've been like oh thanks guys I am doing really well thank you um, but of course uh, all of you carers out there and NHS staff who are going to be um, clapped and applauded by everyone this evening make sure you let let the home time boys know who you are specifically clapping for. Uh, they want to know. Uh, you can email them and, and let them know which specific carer or wonderful hero you're clapping for. And they're going to be getting into the, to that tonight on the home time show from 4 p.m. Coming up next, well, Matt Dyson has all your social ammunition. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Thursday morning where a listener named Matt Batterson has tweeted underneath the Team Challenge video saying, looking back, I bet at Real Dysonator wishes he hadn't cheated. Hindsight is a wonderful thing. 
Matt Batterson, oh, yes. Matt Banterson, more like loving it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, here he is, the fraudulent Matt Dyson with your social ammunition. Matt, what's going on out there? Matt Batterson, yeah, another person that's going to be hearing from my legal team. Good. <laughs> okay, um, so that was that was uh, yeah. I think I don't think he has any right to say that uh, as I did to follow the rules to the letter. I'm not going to go on about it. Uh, I will move on now uh, because way back in January this year, you may remember we. Uh, covered at great detail a lovely song by a three-year-old daughter of Tom Rosenthal uh, the musician Uh, it was called Dinosaurs in Love Uh, it it went viral it was by Fen Rosenthal three-year-old girl let's relive it now I sing it to my kids still pretty much once every couple of weeks Uh, let's have a listen back for those who weren't here a big bang came and they and they died. Dinosaurs, dinosaurs fell in love, but they didn't say goodbye. Oh. But they didn't say goodbye. <laughs> what wow. I'm on the edge. <laughs> I need to hear that now. I'll tell you what puts time. me on the edge. Was that only back in January that we did <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, no, yeah. You're kidding. What yeah, year? This year? This year? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 64 year. million years ago at the time of the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. It feels like a lifetime ago. I know. It certainly does. Well, Still as beautiful as it was five months ago. so good. But now we have a new uh, viral song by a child. Uh, this is from LA. An eight-year-old girl sort of freestyled this song with the guitar. Um, and uh, I think her name's Jolie Dunn, the eight-year-old. And this is the new song that's going viral at the moment. I wonder what's inside your book hole. I wonder what's inside your book hole. Maybe there's astronauts and maybe there's aliens all inside your book What's inside your book hole? I always want to know. What's inside your book hole? I always want to know. Yeah, she's saying what's inside a butthole. What's inside your butthole? I really want to know. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that okay to broadcast that on this special <laughs> show? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, it's, it's too late now. Fine, yeah. It's not quite as moving a song, but it's still getting well, people talking. It's, a, it's sort of more of a sort of punk, punk edge to it. The punk edge to it is a bit, you know. It's a bit raunchy. So uh, already, as happens with these things, a band called Radner and Lee have covered it uh, professionally. So let's hear their version. What's inside your butthole? I always wanna know. What's inside your butthole? I always wanna know. When I know. Yeah, that's that's really nice, isn't it? It brings a whole oh my goodness to the song. And then there's also been a dance remix for those who like the EDM, thanks to someone called Jonathan Mann. This is the full dance remix. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore, Matt. Do you Please, that final version, if you were walking past one of like the alternative stages at somewhere like Latitude, you wouldn't bat an eyelid. Like You wouldn't no, bat an eyelid at that exactly. song at all. Oh, that sounds pretty cool, doesn't it? Yeah. I just love how she always wants to know what's inside the butthole. Yeah. <laughs> I always, I was always say thinking a deep, about it. I was going to say a deep cut then, but that's, no one wants that. I think that's, yeah. No. 
It's official, yeah. isn't it? I thought, anyway. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, dear. Yeah, we don't really want to find out what's inside. Uh, but it's a lovely song, isn't it? I think we can all agree uh, that we should get Oh, no, I don't that, agree with that at all. Into the charts. <laughs> I think you should give it a blast on Absolute Radio 40s tomorrow, Dave, I think. Just, just for a little bit of, just mix it up a little bit. I can literally say, ask your grandkids, can't I? Like Back to yeah, the Future, yeah. as Lane <laughs> referenced earlier in the week. Anyway, I mean, that is your social ammo action. It's viral, it's trending, it's gaining traction. It's your Thursday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where we began the show by asking, do we find you in a good mood or a bad mood? And these, this is how polarising self-isolation can be, because Sarah is in a bad mood, because it's homeschooling again today, and Thursdays, bomb, 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 are math day. Sarah ends her text by saying, God help me. <laughs> um, however, Andrew says, good mood. Another day where I get to go and relax in the garden and enjoy the sunshine. Glenn, what about you? Good mood or bad mood today? Well, firstly, bad mood because I don't have a garden. But secondly, um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a bad mood mainly because um, I kind of had the... Not, not an upper hand as such, but a kind of upper hand over my girlfriend in that... Um, I, I, I was having a, you know, a few personal trainer sessions over Skype a week um, and um, my girlfriend was sort of like you know that, that, she was like that makes me look bad uh, and I, I felt a tiny bit smug about that um, not, not outwardly <laughs> but um, now my girlfriend has suddenly just started this insane motivational drive of just like going cycling or going running every single day and doing like a fitness video when she gets home and suddenly she's turned into this clean eater it's just it, and it's come out of not nowhere but it's making me look dreadful now and it's she's belittling fair. your efforts um, Glenn. that's what she's doing absolutely i know i was only doing about half an hour three times a week and now i can't compete um so now i'm just uh, sitting on the sofa uh seething yeah, okay. And it's the only way <laughs> wow. I think your partner's going to learn is if you eat all of those M&Ms and just sit on the sofa giving her dirty exactly, looks. I mean, exactly, exactly. all you can do. Exactly, yeah, of do. course. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am in both a good mood and a bad mood, personally speaking, because um, we received a parcel from M&S yesterday and it contained a bottle of champagne. And um, I'm aware that this has come from my mum and dad. I'm also aware that occasionally M&S put the wrong um, note into the parcel uh, and so I'm going to have to use this opportunity to say I'm in a good mood because I've got a bottle of champagne, thanks mum and dad. But a bad mood because I'm going to have to read the message that accompanied it that had been slipped in. And uh, it says, hello, Mr. Pride. We just wanted to wish you a very happy special birthday on May the 10th. We hope you have a terrific day and are... And then it ends. Who is Mr. Pride? Oh, no. Well, how special is the birthday? What was coming up after Terrific Day and R? Surely, tis our greatest mystery yet. Dyson slash Watson, we're going on our biggest adventure. <laughs> so, if there is a Mr. Pride out there whose birthday is on May 10th and it's a significant one, um, your family, friends or business or something, they send their love and... Um, I'm going to enjoy your champagne and raise a toast to you later on today. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask to be reunited so you can return it, but no. 
you could just hear the sound of a popping cork in the background off mic. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even 7am yet, Sarah Jane. Come on. Mr. Pride, happy birthday. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where I want to know about your apologies, your corrections and clarifications, whether you wish to make one of those three, or if we take the apology, maybe you feel you are owed one. Well, get in touch, Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk, which is exactly what Nick has done, and he wants to clarify something via this voice note. Hi, Dave, it's Nick from Pickering, and I want to make it perfectly clear that using the word sick to describe something amazing, good, brilliant, etc., is totally wrong and a total misuse of our language and words. I can sort of let Michael Jackson get away with saying that he's bad in a song, but using the word sick, nah, just doesn't work for me. Sorry. Bye. I mean, my first question to Nick is, who is using the word sick around you still? Is that a thing? I mean, let's... Okay, boom. Am I okay boomering myself here? Um, yeah. Let's, let's cut to Emma and Glenn for this one. Emma, when was the last time you used <laughs> the, the word kids. sick? <laughs> I, I don't mind the use of the word sick. I want to bring in... Um, my friend here who messaged me yesterday and I was going to nominate him for a call badge but since this has come up he uh, he messaged me a gif of his new mop in action yesterday and said check out my sick new mop so <laughs> people are people are still using it I think are they? Yeah. yeah okay okay but you know I suppose that, that Nick has a point and there are different things that we need to make clarifications about particularly when it comes to use of the English language I mean we had to get Susie Dent from Countdown on the show so so people yeah. could learn that I could use the word dice in the singular and everything was going to be okay yeah um, I, I find jokes more offensive the phrase oh it was jokes such oh jokes. yeah I I I'm not a big fan of bands either <laughs> And if they're written over text, you know, I think everyone's right, allowed yes. a bit of a pass if it's yeah. written down over text. Like I, the way I talk on any form of chat that, like, social media made it sound more sordid than it is, or like, uh, uh, like social media or something like that, <laughs> yeah. then, it, it, then uh, yeah, then I, I sound like a, you a can 70s say it cop. That's okay. not how I talk at all, yeah. <laughs> um, I would like to make a clarification, and it comes from late last night. I was awake and to get a little bit more comfy into an advantageous sleeping position, I rolled over onto my front. At which point, and as I nuzzled my face into the pillows, I felt a big kind of hairy, I can only describe it as creature, on the base of my neck. That's no way to talk about Sarah Jane. (laughs) (laughs) You sure this wasn't when I slept over at yours, Dave? (laughs) Yeah. I uh, I moved quickly to, to grab it like Michael Douglas does the snake in Romancing the Snow. Just an oh, 80s wow. movie you should all catch up on while you've got the time. Great. Um, and what what I grabbed, the, the hairy creature um, at the top of my back was in fact my self-isolation rat's tail that I've been growing oh, and cultivating oh, since oh, I haven't oh been able gosh. to see my barber. And because I kind of tilted my jaw, kind of my head back as I put it into the pillows, my hair's got long enough now that it kind of crept down my own back. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. It's going to be like Ratatouille. Soon it's going to be controlling me in the kitchen when you're making sourdough bread left, right, centre. My arms flaming. So you're you're woken up by your own rat's tail. That's amazing. (laughs) 
That was, uh, I think, state, status quo suffered from that a lot back in the day. <laughs> 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 um, so I want your apologies, corrections and clarifications. Please do keep them coming. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. On your Thursday morning, I'm always intrigued by the apologies, corrections and clarifications that are floating around out there. They need to land on this breakfast show. For example, Sarah's got in touch saying, Dave, I want to make it perfectly clear. I want to clarify that my dad is brilliant. But 40 years ago, my mum says to him, my contractions have started, get me to the hospital. His reply was, not yet, the SAS is storming the Iranian embassy, you'll have to wait. <laughs> and that's come from Sarah. It was a, it's one of the legendary gripping piece of news footage, I suppose, but um, yeah. Sarah says that she, while she should be seeking an apology from her dad, she loves him dearly. Well, thank you very much indeed, Sarah. Uh, Carol says, Dave, I absolutely, positively, definitely do not start counting down the minutes until it's acceptable to open a bottle of wine. Uh, Carol, I'm sure you're not alone in that, but it's good to get it clarified. Uh, Matt Dyson, let me speak to you. Does does one of those three categories open up a part of your mind? Yeah. So I just want to apologise and clarify something on behalf of uh, Phyllis Dyson, uh, my late grandma, because earlier in the week when Craig won five words, ten grand, I said that she was half Welsh. Having spoken to my dad since, turns out she was fully Welsh. Oh, oh, that's that why you were on a level with yeah. Craig. Exactly, yeah. She was fully Welsh. She just lost her accent when she moved to Coventry later in life. Um, also, my brother was born in Wales, so I've got a, quite a big Welsh connection, and, yeah. I, and I was underplaying it, so I'm sorry for that. Well, when Five Words, Five Gram returns to The Breakfast Show... If you are Welsh or have any connections to Wales, you better pray the random play generator lands on Matt Dyson because there's something freaky going on there. Some something <laughs> something mind some kind of mind meld thing going on. And congratulations once again to Craig, of course, winning ten thousand pounds on Monday's breakfast show. Emma Jones, an apology, correction, clarification, if you will. Yes, um, I would like to clarify that um, I'm not actually moving to Luton. Okay, um, good. Right. We've got that. It was the elephant in the room for quite a while, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not really moving there. Um, I, I tweeted that this week because that is uh, one of the locations where McDonald's is going to be reopening first. Yeah. In fact, I think Two three in Luton, locations in Three in Luton. Luton. Unbelievable. Um, and three in Chelmsford as well. So um, that was just in, in jest. I had a lot of replies <laughs> saying, don't do it. Don't move to Luton. So yeah. I'm not actually going to be moving just there. For, for the folk of Luton, it doesn't seem too bad there. I've been to Luton a couple of times it's oh they're getting on the mcdonald's so it's the place to be well do you know what guys we don't do this often but luton (laughs) to luton (laughs) let's hear it for luton sarah jane open that champagne we got sent (laughs) (laughs) it's the pride um okay keep your apologies corrections and clarifications coming to dave at absoluteradio.co.uk It's a Thursday morning where I'm asking for your apologies, corrections and clarifications. And this morning, it would have been remiss of me not to drag a much-loved stablemate into proceedings. On line one, we have Leona. Good morning, Leona. Good morning, Dave. How are you? Very good, thank you. It's lovely to speak to you. I hope you and the family are as well as can be expected. We are all very well, thank you. And it's lovely to speak to you too. This is fantastic. Um, so, Leona, the reason you are embroiled in the apologies, corrections and clarifications section is I am after a clarification. Um, 
do many people in the world hoover their lawn? <laughs> um, um, right. Okay. We're talking about that, are we? Okay. Um, would you like me to explain? Oh, please, yeah. <laughs> yes. I put some lawn seeds down. I've been nurturing them and following their progress every day on hashtag SeedWatch. <laughs> and, um, and then a couple of days ago, I found an old box of lawn feed in the shed from ages ago. And I thought, oh, I don't even know what this is. I'm going to chuck it down. So I chucked it down on the lawn. And now parts of the lawn, my precious lawn, have literally gone black and blue. So, wow. Yeah, so I was really upset about this, so I googled it and someone said, you need to get them seeds up. Well, they're not seeds, they're like little grey pellets. And I didn't know how to do it, so I got the Henry Hoover out and I started hoovering the lawn. (laughs) (laughs) And was, was Henry effective at this job? In a word, no. I ended up knocking up. Henry and Henry. Blockage. Yes, so it didn't work. So I ended up sort of picked a few out of my hands, but I've had to just give up. Okay, oh, you give, I'm sorry to hear that. Hashtag lawn yes. watch. So know, you, you is, tried yeah. to hoover, but you'd like to clarify for everybody, if you are thinking of hoovering your grass lawn, it's not going to work, so save yourself the time. <laughs> yeah, you'll just clog up the hoover, just leave it alone. <laughs> That's my advice to you. <laughs> Lovely. Thank you for, for that, Leona. Um, so it's exciting times ahead for us, because uh, tomorrow we're both going to be hosting a little section of Absolute Radio 40s, which is launching for one day only. Are, are you excited about your involvement in it, Leona? I know I am. I am so excited about this. Um, This is a radio station I never thought I'd be involved in, and it's absolutely brilliant. I know that I'm going to be playing some great music from Judy Garland, Billie Holiday, Bing Crosby, the Andrews sisters. Um, I'm going to be speaking to my dad a little bit as well about his memories of VE Day. I don't know if you saw that photograph I put of him. I did. It's a lovely photograph. Yeah. It's a photograph of him at a VE Day Day street party. Um, So I'll be talking to him about his memories. And yeah, I just can't wait for it. It's going to be on air tomorrow. It is. It is on tomorrow, which is the Friday, the 8th of May. It's myself and Leona, Jason Manford and Claire Sturgis as well. Plus, our very own Frank Skinner is going to be popping by with his ukulele (laughs) to give us a very special ditty. Leona, it's been lovely speaking to you. Uh, You take care of yourself. Send my love to everybody. And it's been great having you on the show. Thank you so much, Dave. See you later. Cheers, Leona. Take care now. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It is time now for the world-famous self-isolation pub quiz, something we've been doing on the show for some time now. Traditionally, we do it on a Friday. We ask you to gather around your friends, family, work colleagues, if you're on the front line, and just take a couple of minutes out to do some general knowledge, sport, TV and film, music and geography, quizzing, and uh, try and do better than your comrades. Um, now, as we normally do it on a Friday, I normally have Sue and Oscar work in here, um, but uh, Thursday's their day off. So um, it's just me on my own in the pub. God, I miss those guys. <laughs> so there's no buffet too harsh today. On Oscar. There's no buffet, there's no sandwiches. Oh. Uh, huh. um, we still haven't had that urinal fixed. Oscar <laughs> did a really good job of gaffer taping a plastic bag over it, and I. I didn't thank him enough. <laughs> okay. Oscar! <laughs> the self-isolation pub quiz on Absolute Radio. Question one is general knowledge. Here we go. Francis Crick 
and James Watson made which medical discovery in 1953? Francis Crick and James Watson made which medical discovery in 1953? The second question is sports. In bowling, what is the term given for three consecutive strikes? In bowling, what is the term given for three consecutive strikes? Question three, as always, is from TV and film. Please tell me the full name, the full name of Mackenzie Crook's character in The Office. What is the full name of Mackenzie Crook's character in The Office? The penultimate category this morning, as always, is music. It's a game of Beat the Intro. Can you tell me which song this is and who it's by? So there are two points up for grabs. Here we go. Now, whenever I hear the intro to any song across any of our decade stations, right in the middle of it, I hear Glenn. <laughs> um, and uh, it's really ruining yeah. music for me. I want you to know that. Okay, our final question is geography. And it is, the Tan Hill Inn is famous for being what? The Tan Hill Inn is famous for being what? Little interesting pop fact for you. It's where Oscar worked before I hired him to come and work here. <laughs> so they are your five questions. I'll be giving out the answers next. The Dave Barry Self-Isolation Pub Quiz. It's your Thursday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, home of the Self-Isolation Pub Quiz. As myself and the team are not here on air tomorrow, we brought it forward by a day. <laughs> Self-isolation pub quiz on Absolute Radio. But it still remains five questions. And the first one is always from general knowledge. And it was, Francis Crick and James Watson made which medical discovery in 1953? The answer is DNA. (sighs) Judging by... Yeah, well, no that sound, none of you got <laughs> no a point for that. <laughs> I no. thought it might I'm uh, just <laughs> silently ticking yeah. my correct answer. Yeah, yeah. I thought they maybe in- invented the phrase, a crick in the neck, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Is that a medical discovery? I suppose it is. No one had one of those before 1953, I don't know what to call it, but it's just a bit stiff when I turn my head from side to side. Dr Crick, I believe you may be on... Oh, dear boy. Okay. Question two is from the sport category. In bowling, what is the term given for three consecutive strikes? I think I had this in a quiz this week. Is Is it it a turkey? It is a turkey. Is it? And how dare you suggest that the production team are merely borrowing these questions from other (laughs) Zoom-based pub quizzes they're taking part in in their own leisure time? No, they're not to blame. I've been doing 50 quizzes a week. (laughs) Um, Okay, question three. TV and film. What is the full name of Mackenzie Crook's character in sitcom The Office? Any ideas, team? Gareth Is it Gareth Keenan? It is Gareth Keenan. Okay, this was the introduction to a song. I was looking for the name of the band or artist and the name of the ditty itself. Here we go. 
yeah, the start bit was... Didn't yeah, I'm sure. We never play this full so intro, do we? Yeah, it doesn't... When it kicks in, it becomes a bit more obvious. Using this intro to talk about radio edits there, guys. Pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you get it in the end when it kind of kicked in, so to speak? Is it Depeche yeah, Mode? Depeche Mode, isn't it? It is Depeche uh, Mode. Yeah. Enjoy the silence. Enjoy well the done silence. if you got that yeah, yes. It is Glenn. Yes, correct. And finally, geography. The Tan Hill Inn is famous for being what? Did anyone have a stab at this? Did anyone get it no. right, do you no, think? No, I've never heard of it. It is the highest pub in Great Britain, standing yeah. at 1,732 feet above sea level. Where is it? Wow. Well, I could tell you that, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't touch that dial. I'll be telling you where it is next. Thanks a lot, Emma. Oh. Thanks a lot. Why don't you move to Luton and do us all a favour? <laughs> The Dave Barry Self-Isolation Pub Quiz. On your Thursday morning, we like to ask for your apologies, corrections and clarifications. I would like to clarify that, of course, I know where the Tan Hill Inn is. I mean, famous for being the highest pub in Great Britain, standing at 1,732 feet. It's in the Yorkshire Dales, Emma. Oh, obviously. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much indeed. Um, Glenn, you are the only one remaining from the team to apologise, correct or clarify something. So let's change that right now. Yeah, I just want to... Yeah, I want to clarify and correct something, but I was on a Zoom call with a friend uh, a couple of days ago and uh, they realised once I moved my microphone out of the way of my face, they went, oh, have you not shaved for a couple of days? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's been a couple of days. I just want to clarify, it's been a month. I just can't remember. <laughs> oh. um, it's been seven weeks. One of month. So, so yeah. you have three really long whiskers now then. After you <laughs> really, really long. Day. Yeah. <laughs> Although I must admit, when yeah. I, I must clarify that when we uh, did yeah. our big Isolation's Got Talent on Tuesday, um, oh, yeah. I, I, I thought you looked like you had stubble going on, Glenn. Uh, you, you, you think so? Well, I, you, look, you looked hairier than I'd ever oh, seen you before. I'm, I'm, wow. so, I'm so touched. Thank you so much. <laughs> right, coming up, speaking of isolations, got talent, we are going to bring you all of our favourite moments from what was a brilliant way of spending a morning in the company of you guys out there. So many pointless skills, so many funny folk. It's all on the way. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where earlier this week, on Tuesday, in fact, we held the first ever Isolations Got Talent. It was beamed directly into your living room via Zoom, and it was a resounding success. Team, what did you think of it all? Matt, let me start with you. Oh, it's amazing. I think it's one of the best things I've ever taken part in. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. It was so good to see all their faces, wasn't it? It really faces was. faces to the weird things that they do. Um, Emma, what about you? Did you enjoy your time on Isolation's Got Talent? I absolutely loved it. From the real lows of the Bean Can Challenge to the highs of Isolation's Got Talent. It was so nice yeah. to put uh, faces to all the names that we've heard on air for so long. It was incredible. And Glenn, with your new manly stubble, what, what did you think of, uh, of Isolation's Got well, Talent? Well, Dave, um, I felt that it was really, it was, I really enjoyed watching everyone's really steely looks of determination as they were doing it. Like Big Mama Pussy, for instance. I, I, I don't know what facial expression I was expecting her to have, but if you'd muted the call, you would have just assumed she was just still just talking normally. Um, it was amazing to watch them. 
Uh, it was a cabaret of misfits. We billed it as a review of the utterly pointless. It was vaudevillian in its nature. We thank you all for getting involved. And well, as Glenn just mentioned there, let's turn our attentions to a true superstar. It's Joe, a.k.a. Big Mama Pussy. It's such an honour! <laughs> the honour is all right. It's such a pleasure to see you. I haven't played that kind of you out so many times. I feel like I'm meeting a hero. Honestly, thank you. It is it's so weird. It's like, you know when you see the actors of Family Guy being interviewed? That's what it's like. So I listen to you every day, but I don't see you every day. And it's so surreal. It's lovely. <laughs> but thank you, honestly. It's opened many doors for me being Big Mum Pussy, <laughs> which have subsequently closed. But when, uh, <laughs> when the restrictions are lifted. <laughs> Okay, well, we're, we're happy so you're, you're kind of a lot of local VIP now, I suppose, you're getting VIP lounges in the club. The guys unclipping a little red rope going, let Big Mama Pussy in. Just straight through to the VIP lounge. Oh, God, you to thanks. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you. So, for those who may not be aware, those who have been living under a rock, tell everybody what your talent is. Um, I can make the sound of a cat fighting, like, proper fighting. Last night, actually, there were two cats <laughs> fighting outside my window, which I think it gave me, gave me, uh, gave me something to listen to and practice to, but the husband didn't quite like that. But yeah, so I can make, I can just, I can, it's very pointless. Hopefully the most pointless. That's what we're after. Please take it away, Joe, Big Mama Pussy. So the show was off and running in style. Uh, then we moved on to Underwater Ben, who did not fail to disappoint. Hey Dave. Uh, great to see you. Thank you for doing such a great backdrop as well. Really setting uh, the theme. What I want is your talent. Please tell everybody what it is in case they haven't already worked that out. Uh, so bizarrely, I can speak like I'm underwater. Now, I'm privy to Ben doing this. It's not just, oh, he sounds a little bit like he's underwater. It is absolutely <laughs> incredible. Ben, take it away. That's uh, so, okay. So I'm going to be Sebastian from uh, The Little Mermaid, I think. Under the sea, I'll get better down where it's where to take it from me. Up on the shore, they work all day. Out in the sun, they sail away. Four times floating under the sea. At that point, there were just so many people in all their little windows on Zoom at the bottom, all with their hands in the air, going from side to side, having a little Disney-style sing-along. So thank you very much indeed to Ben. And of course, we had Richard, the hands. Oh, hang on, it's a bit, oh. it's a bit moist. Oh, no. Give it a minute and try again. Do Edmund, yeah. do this. Here we go. Chalk your hands like gladiators. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Everybody, you're getting standing ovations, Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. I would give you one, but I don't want everyone to realize I'm wearing tracksuit bottoms underneath my tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, Richard the Hands there, who did the whole thing sat on his patio, which was quite a nice vision for us all to see. Richard the Hands sat out in his garden playing yeah. the Match of the Day theme tune on his clammy palms. Lovely stuff. And coming up, more from our brilliant contestants on Isolation's Got Talent. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's your Thursday morning. You join us as we reflect on the first ever Isolation's Got Talent. So many amazing pointless skills were on display, including the legendary Balloon Boy Paul. And up next, it was the only couple to partake in Isolation's Got Talent. And first up, we met Wanda, who could recite the alphabet backwards. So Wanda had also created her own dance routine to that. It's well worth checking out on the socials. The other reason is to see exactly what Clive was dressed as during Isolation's Got Talent. But here he is doing an impression of a TIE fighter from Star Wars. Okay, dodgy TIE fighter. You sound like someone being punched in the face in slow motion, Clive, but it's great, it's a point of skill. The thing with Clive is there's a moment during that where he really nails it. It's yeah. kind of, it's mm. it's awful, awful, awful. <laughs> TIE Fighter from Star Wars, yeah. awful, yeah, awful, yeah. awful again. It's, it's nearly there, Clive. It's nearly there. Uh, coming up, we will share more of our favourite Isolation's Got Talent contestants with you, including the Lady of Many Tongues. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's a Thursday morning where we are taking a look back at what was a fantastic and first ever Isolation's Got Talent. You can see this for yourself across the Absolute Radio socials. And who wouldn't want to see, at last, the face of the enigma that is Erlinger, the Raven Speaker? Hello. Okay, so you grew up in in Iceland. You're Icelandic. One day, as a small boy, you realised you had the power to talk to the ravens. Indeed I did, yes. It was a lonely childhood, I, I can tell you that. <laughs> I never said much back. Well, okay. you're among his friends now, the raven. Oh, Isolation man. needs your talent. Erlinger, take it away. Yeah. <laughs> Erlinger never stopped talking to the Ravens. <laughs> and whilst each and every one of our contestants has been just wonderful, I think if I had to pick someone to live with for a year in a flat share, oh, yeah. Erlinger would be my guy. <laughs> Erlinger the Raven. <laughs> um, right, we did ask for your pointless skills, and let me just say this sentence aloud. An incredible impression of the former voiceover of MasterChef India Fisher. Yes, it's pointless. It's Victoria, the many-tongued lady. Well, 
Welcome to MasterChef 2020. <laughs> Tonight sees six new contestants humiliate a scallop. John becomes skeptical <laughs> at the mention of fusion food, and Greg and his spoon make one amateur feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, thank you very much indeed to the many-tongued lady. And let's squeeze one last contestant in, shall we? And it's got to be the one and only Drippy Daniel. Tell everybody what your talent is. So my talent is to make a water droplet noise with my cheek just by, by flicking it. Okay, this is so realistic. If you need the loo, go now. No, not, I mean, as in leave frame and go. Don't go right now, now. Ruby <laughs> Daniel, take it away. Let's do it. <clears throat> oh, it's so realistic. Um, it is so realistic. Thank you very much indeed to Drippy Daniel, the most realistic of all the pointless skills, in my opinion, as host. Um, but not just to Drippy Daniel, thank you to all of those who took part in Isolation's Got Talent and the hundreds of you who came along to watch. You can see it for yourselves across the Absolute Radio socials right now. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. It's your Thursday and tomorrow is therefore your Friday. And it's a big one for the Absolute Radio family because we are launching for 24 hours only Absolute Radio 40s in celebration of VE Day. Myself, Leona Graham, Jason Manford and Claire Sturgis are going to create a virtual street party to mark one of the most important moments in our history. We'll be joined by veterans. We'll have news as it happened through the day. There'll be music from across the 1940s and a very special surprise from our very own Frank Skinner. Plot spoiler, he's bringing the ukulele. And to get us all in the mood, as we've been doing all week long, team, it's time for a special Beat the Intro from Absolute Radio 40s. You've all been doing surprisingly well at this. Um, particularly you, Emma Jones, I think. You're probably out on top. Mm. Well, I'm a surprise 40s music fan, although I'm yeah. I'm a bit worried that we're going to start running out of songs yeah. to guess, so I'm Man. excited to see what you've got. There are so many songs for us to enjoy from the 1940s. Don't you worry about that, as tomorrow will go to prove, where you are going to be hearing this. Glenn Miller again, is it? Say your name. It can't be. Emma. Di Emma. <laughs> is it Glenn Miller? I think I know the it's not like Glenn Miller, no. <laughs> is it? How dare uh, you suggest uh, we play another Glenn Miller clip here? That's, that's I love the trope. Emma. Oh, the, no the, idea sun the sun has got his hat on. Was it that? It's not the sun has got his hat on. Glenn, no, you can take it, all um, the points is here. It, hey, uh, hey, little hen. It is Hey Little Hen. Oh, good. Okay, great. I have wow. no idea about the artist, though. Hey it's Hey Little Hen. The Ink Spots. Is it The Ink Spots? Do you know it's what? It's not The Ink Spots. Go on, There's Glenn. something so terrifying about coming in with guesses on this, because like, if you get it wrong, that's humiliating. You know, because it because it proves that you, yeah you you knew some other really archaic song, but <laughs> <laughs> it's Hey Little Hen by the legendary Joe Loss and his orchestra. Oh. So we have another intro coming up. Your names are your buzzers. Point for the name of the artist or band, and a point for the name of the song. I hope you're playing along at home. Here we go.
Dyson. Dyson. Is it that I'm putting on my top hat one? I'm putting on my top hat. <laughs> you know that song? No, that but producer cool. will isolate the audio for us. So I'm going to play that <laughs> during my section of the show tomorrow. Very nice. Uh, it is not. Emerald Glenn, do you want to have a go? I don't. I'm really sorry I don't. It's Arthur Askey, Get In Your Shelter. And finally... <laughs> Arthur Askey. Here we go. <laughs> Glenn. I think this is Glenn Miller. It is! Oh, <laughs> yes, so uh, when Johnny comes marching home. Is it when Johnny comes marching home? It is, Glenn. Well done. Yes. Full set of for you. Oh, I can't to believe be a Glenn that. Miller. <laughs> uh, well done to the team. I hope you enjoyed playing along at home. We have a whole day of music from the 1940s coming tomorrow on Absolute Radio 40s, not to be missed. I am so pleased this next person is a guest on my show because quite simply, he's a hero. He's someone who was raised over 31 million pounds for the NHS, someone who got a flyby to celebrate his 100th birthday and recently got a promotion by the Queen, sat alongside his incredibly proud daughter. It is national treasure, Colonel Tom Moore. Good morning, Colonel Tom. Good morning, Dave. Tom, for those of us who weren't there on VE Day, can you tell us, what was it like? It was a very happy day indeed. Uh, but I was in, in England, having just returned from, from the Far East, and I was in, the, in an army camp at Bovington. So the activities that the, going on in, in the big cities and towns we didn't have quite that. We didn't do any instruction on that day. We had a very pleasant day, and with the limitations that we had, we had a certain amount of, of jollifications with the food and whatever drink we may find. So we, it was a very happy day. And how did you hear the news, Tom? I don't really recall that, except that we... There was no television, of course. We had radio, and we were always listening to the radio. So the news of of the day of the of the of the peace would, would come over the radio, and that's where we would hear it. And we'd, we'd be absolutely thrilled at the very fact that at last this has come about. And how are you planning on celebrating tomorrow? I think because of the conditions. We can't have many visitors here because you all keep your distance, unfortunately. And we shall have, a, I hope, a very peaceful, quiet day here, rejoicing in the very fact that this did happen so long ago and was so much benefit to everybody. It was a very good day. And on Friday will be a very good day too, I'm quite sure. And Tom, how does it make you feel to see the effort that people are going to to celebrate this special day tomorrow? It, it's rather sad, the very fact that the, the, the celebrations that we, I'd like to see where street parties, where whole, whole streets and, and rooms, they all have 
tables out with lots of food and everyone in, in fancy hats having a thoroughly enjoyable time. That unfortunately can't happen this year. But the spirit is still there. People, I know if, if they had the opportunity to have the jollification, they certainly would. But unfortunately, with the distance rule that there is, that isn't going to happen. And so, Tom, how are you coping with being an international superstar? I don't really feel that I'm a superstar, but people tell me that I am. But if that's so, I am thrilled the very fact that people think so. And I know that being with the, with the raising of the fund that we set about, there has been an awful lot of good come out of it and will continue to come out of it. So from my point of view... Yes, I feel very pleased. So the London Marathon has been moved to October. Tom, are you free? You got any plans? Well, not really. Uh, I I, I can always think about it, can't I? But I don't think that you can look forward to seeing me running in the marathon. But you never know. (laughs) You can always live in hope. And finally, Tom, what would your VE Day message be to everybody listening to this? You should all be very thankful that it did happen and it was through the effort of so many people who came back safely and we must remember those who didn't come back safely. So many people gave their lives without a thought of it. People went there and deliberately did it for the good of the country and the good of all our own people at home. They, they did a very good job indeed. Debbie, it was lovely meeting you. And Colonel Tom Moore, I know you hear this a million times a day, and you do because it is deserved. You're a hero. Thank you very much indeed for chatting to me today. Thank you. Very kind. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. That's it from the Breakfast Show on your Thursday morning. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. Thank you to those of you who got in touch. And thank you to my guest, Colonel Tom Moore. What a real honour it was to speak with him. Uh, We're not here tomorrow. We're going to be back on Monday at 6am. But we'll leave you with a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show daily podcast, available from wherever you get yours. What names have been suggested as I've rung the podcast naming bell? We've got Heinz site is a wonderful thing. One listener's critique of Matt Dyson cheating in the second team challenge. That's no way to talk about Sarah Jane. Something I was forced to say to Emma earlier on in the broadcast. And finally, (laughs) sends shivers down my spine to say this out loud again. I was woken up by my own rat's tail. (laughs) What are we thinking, team? It's a tricky one. <laughs> Do you know? It's, I think it's so it's so rare that we have a we have a podcast name that's come from outside of us. So I think maybe hindsight. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Okay. The podcast shall be named Hindsight. Is a wonderful thing. Enjoy your bank holiday weekends, but stay home, stay safe, stay entertained. And please do join us on Absolute Radio 40s tomorrow online for the virtual street party to mark 75 years since VE Day. Toodle pip. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Podcast done. Absolute Radio.